Hello, you're listening to Thoughtless Casual Gaming with Brett and Jace. We are a Geelong-based gaming podcast where we play some games sometimes, usually badly. Always badly. Always badly, (laughs) all right. And then we talk shit about them. So, just sort of a wrap-up sort of episode at the moment. Um, I wanted to talk, first of all, with you, Jace, I wanted to talk hobby. Okay. What have you been up to? Because you, you've been painting, unlike myself, you've been painting a fair amount of ver- various things. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what have I been painting, he says, thinking out loud. Um, I mean, I think we we did the Mayhem Dash to get the slime done. That was that was done and dusted. Yep. The, the next piece I realized was for the current – season of sevens that we're playing i hired an additional line woman and i didn't have an additional line woman okay so that was a bit of a scramble to print paint get to a point that i could put on the table so we got most of her done did you get her most of her done in time for the match that you needed her for yes Okay. Yeah. Well, that, so it that's was, a positive. It, the, the skin needs some work, and she could probably do with some extra, you know, fixes. But you know, we had her at a point that she look, didn't look out of place on the table, like it wasn't one grey model, and that made me feel better. Um, does she have a is, base? She does have a base. The base is painted. She isn't finished, but the base is. Um, <laughs> Who are it, you? What have you done with Jace? I I got to the point where prioritization became a definite thing, um, and. <laughs> To make the model look more finished than it was, the easiest way to do that was to put paint on base. Okay. So this is another one of those tricks like painting half a model for a competition. Yeah, you just paint the front. But this was one of those, if you get her mostly painted and then you put her on a base and the base is finished, it's like it just it makes the model look complete. And if you don't really pay attention, you don't notice all the bits I hadn't done. <laughs> So, or, or what you're doing is you're trying to distract your opponent by your hastily shoved together model so that they don't concentrate on playing the, the actual f- game. In fact, I have eight players on the pitch or something. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Plausible. Nice. Anyway, so that, that jumped the, the priority list. The other one that has had some work done on it is the Why So Serious 2 Door Prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they are started. Um, now this is exciting. This is an old world alliance correct. sevens team that you sevens are roster. painting up to give to some random person who comes to Why So Serious Two in December. Correct. Um, I don't know why, and I did this last time as well, but I keep choosing seven rosters that involve eight players, <laughs> which seems okay. silly. I mean, I could afford them. That was the problem. Humans are cheap. No one's buying rerolls. No. Um, so, I mean, you throw an ogre, a blitzer, a slayer, and the 
thrower, catcher, one of them. Anyway, a, a other position um, in there, and you're like, oh, I have I have room for more players. So there's another four linemen to go along with that. Anywho, so they we've made a good start on them, um, trying to do them. Ju- I'm always more picky with stuff I'm giving away. So it, it it will be progress. I mean, this is why I don't give stuff away. <laughs> then I can yeah. just slap something on and it's done. This is a lot more as well. And then that what happened here is that um, one of the Patreons I'm a part of is had a, a painting competition recently. Mm-hmm. They ran one. Uh, I painted a model for that. It was it was fun. It was good fun. They're having another one. It okay. runs for October. And yep. so I thought, well, I entered the last one. I should enter this one too. So I went, ah, squirrel, and immediately <laughs> started painting. So it, it's cool. It's the, um, oh, there's a dark elf blood bowl special character. What's his Kraken name? Kraken guy. Oh, yeah, Kraken guy. Kraken Either off. way. So it's a, a version of him I started doing. Um, and I had, silly ideas for for things I could do with him, noting that, you know, it had to be the model as supplied by the, because it's the um, 3D printable file from the the Patreon. Um, No adjustments, no scaling, no anything. So just print him and throw him on a base. Um, So he is almost done. Kiroth Krakenai. That guy. Yeah. The guy from Blood Bowl 3. Yeah, that guy. Either way, it's a pretty cool little model. Um, he's almost done. I'm now just finishing base things. He's very um, blue. He's very blue. I like him. I mean, it was fun. Um, so I'm currently doing... Uh, Are you two- doing water on the base again? Yeah. But <laughs> hang on, I'll see if I can... If you won't show up at the camera, but I don't know if you can see like the... Oh, there's a splash. There's a, Yeah, I'm trying to do a splash. Oh, that's anyway. impressive. I like that. So we'll see how that turns out, but I reckon that's going to be three or four days of just adding water effects on top of water <laughs> effects till it looks appropriately splashy. Um, and then, then he's done and I can go back to the, the Old World Alliance team. How did you do the splash? I found some plastic laying around that was, mm-hmm. I think it was a tube for like some green stuff or something like that. So the, what is it, the Woodland Scenics, the water effects, the really thick like gel stuff, um, basically used that as glue. Mm -hmm. Um, So smooshed it all all over the base, cut some of this plastic in random wavy-esque shapes, stuck it in, and I'm now just building up more of the water effects so it doesn't look like a bit of plastic. It looks a little bit irregular and... yep. Splashy is the dream. We will see. I like it. I like it. And the Old World Alliance, how is that going? How far through are you? We, I've taken, I've done base coats on everything is the moral of the story. That's the, okay. that's the short answer. Um, I am really, really enjoying sort of the, and it's a similar approach to what I've taken with, um, with Crack and I, but, if you take a little bit more carefully and don't rush it, you get better results is the, this way. But effectively, base coat highlight, kind of just your normal everyday painting approach, but 
then you're using a lot of contrast paints and stuff to you can basically take the highlights too far and then pull them back and add some color and some interest and, and that kind of yep. stuff. So it's it's a really fun mix of using regular everyday paints and paint techniques and then contrast and, and kind of bouncing between the two that I'm having fun with. So that's the plan. I've really, I mean, I like to contrast. I think contrasts have absolutely their place for many people. Uh, I mean, you've seen how quickly George is smashing through things on our Discord um, just from your use of speed paints. And, you know, I have known George for a long time and I don't think I've ever known him to paint this much ever. But he's he's making a go of it, which is fantastic. I'm really, I'm still really enjoying contrast as the first layer um, and that's, I mean, that's what I've been working on. I've been doing the Plague Rats for Underworlds. Not Blood Bowl Underworlds, actual Underworlds. And there's six of them and just, yeah, same thing I've been doing for a while, but black undercoat, dry brush grey, dry brush white, contrast over the top, and then the that's pretty much where I'm at. And then build up the layers using actual normal paints just in the areas that the contrast points out to me. It, it does make it really obvious where you should put highlights and where you yes. should. So I think that's it's almost one of the, like that whole concept of, of the black undercoat and a dry brush or a zenith or, or a, I know people who have done like a white undercoat and then just dumped a black wash over the top. But mm-hmm. it just... A, it makes a lot of the detail that you don't necessarily see until you start painting easier to see and pick out and notice and pay attention to because there is nothing worse than almost finishing a model and realizing you missed something. Like, yep. Fuck, I've got to go back. And, <laughs> ugh, I've got to stay inside the lines this time. This sucks. Um, He's holding a bag. Why yeah. did I not see that before? <laughs> yeah, that kind of just sucks. Um, so that and then... A, I'm old and my eyes are tired and I don't see things, so it makes it easier. And then, yeah, where, where am I putting the highlight? So even that concept of that the kind of zenithal highlight where you have a directional highlight that you, you use straight over your undercoat, even if you don't really see that afterwards, it just is such a good guide. Mm-hmm. What's, what should be highlighted? What should be shadowed? And, and I think contrast does exactly the same thing because it – it gets darker in the bits that should be dark. Yeah, I mean, the trick I've had is some of the new contrast paints are not necessarily contrast paints. They don't do that. No, they don't do that. But um, they're glorious. They are. They they're very pretty. But what I'm, I mean, the only thing I really struggle with is I'll put a contrast paint over this this zenithal type undercoat, and I'll be right. Okay, this is green, for example. Let's mm-hmm. grab a nice green because, I'm, I mean, I'm a lazy painter and I use mm-hmm. Citadel and I don't mix and mm-hmm. I go straight out of the pot and all the rest, all the things that you shouldn't apparently do, yeah. I do. But the trick that I'm having is a lot of the times I'll grab a, a contrast, I'll put it on and I'll think, great, that looks really good. Let's layer that up with, you know, a shade of green and I'll pick mm-hmm. one up out of my collection and I'll say, this one looks perfect. And I'll put it on, 
and it'll be the exact same color as the <laughs> contrast and it doesn't actually stand out that much and then there's that trick of trying to work out how different do you go to the actual contrast yeah but i'm having fun with it yeah i've also been having a lot of fun using multiple layers of contrast in a very similar way mm-hmm. so you do the the gray through to the white or whatever but basically take that up too far and then oh, as an example if i was doing uh like a gold color i've been going skeleton horde mm-hmm. which is a really pale as a starting point and then probably like the snake bite leather but yep. starting not covering everything so leaving the extreme highlights still just the skeleton and then going i don't know you know, even down to it like a shish purple or something so you end up okay. going from light to darker and you basically just go your, your highest highlight, cover everything, and then you just miss the highest highlight and cover everything else and then you miss the next bit and you cover everything else and using multiple layers of contrast to do similar stuff. Okay. I like the sound of that. I don't know how good I'd be at it, but I, I'm eager to give it a go. Yeah, it's, it's fun and because they're pretty thin – and they sort of go on a little bit wet and stuff, you can kind of wipe it you off. put the second layer in. Yeah, you, you kind of – and you put it in the darkest bit. You start in the darkest bit, and then you kind of just spread it up as far as you want to go, and it kind of blends itself. I tried these – I mean, these Skaven that I'm doing at the moment, they've got smoke. Three mm-hmm. of them have got smoke, and I tried doing wet blending with the contrasts with three different mm-hmm. greens. And I don't know that I can tell too much the difference between the greens. So um, I added on top of that and I started putting in the Necron Glow mm-hmm. technical paint. And I, I kind of went the opposite way to what I usually do in that I put the glow mainly in the shadows. Mm-hmm. And it, it and I didn't go all the way up, so so the glow is kind of coming up from the sensors that these plague monks are holding, and I reckon it looks all right. Just so it adds that little bit of a glow as it, it's coming from the sensor, and then goes into the darker green up the top. Yeah. Yeah, it works really well and it gives you that idea that it's not the smoke that's glowing. That doesn't make sense. But the thing that's creating the smoke is doing the glowing in very similar way. I did the vampire bases not that long ago. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a case of paint the bases, do all the cracks and stuff with white, just lined them with white and then smooshed contrast over everything. Okay. Because they looked really good. Yeah. And that was pretty much that simple and then some cleanup where you kind of mess something up but it was pretty much that simple all these different tricks and and different ways of using the same sort of paints is is really interesting and um there was a bit of talk in the discord recently about marble effects and how to paint marble Mm -hmm. um and friend of the show clinton is doing some youtube videos i suggested doing one on that yes but uh something i do like and i don't tend to get on youtube very much but if i am after something like how to paint glowy smoke for example Mm -hmm. i'll find some short youtube videos i find that really helps 
there's always a video for what you're trying to do too, whether it's an official Warhammer one or whatever, or if it's, you know, there's, there's at least two or three guys painting on YouTube that I've found. There may yeah. be more. Oh, there's, there is a lot more. I, I find that because often it's the thing you're either looking for something specific and so you're like, I'm looking for a thing and I want to see how to do a thing or it is background content while you're doing hobby, mm-hmm. which I often have something like that on just on sort of YouTube in the background. But the kicker with that is because I'm not watching it intently, like you need a really good host Mm-hmm. for it because yep. like i'm listening most mostly so I, and then you kind of hear something that pricks your ears up and you have a look and then you go back to what you're doing and but i find often that's a really good way if you don't I, i'm not trying to find something out specifically but you just go oh that's a good idea i'll try that one day and you just mm-hmm. kind of file it into the banks for and then you go, oh, what was that thing I wanted to try? And you go back and reference the video as a bit of a refresher. But it kind of is nice just having these little little ideas floating around. Okay. That might, that might be something I need to try because, I mean, my usual fare when I'm painting and I want to keep painting if I'm not streaming at the same time. And streaming, streaming has done the trick for me where, you know, I'll jump on and – you know, X amount of people jump in and have a bit of a chat and that keeps me motivated and keeps me painting for longer than I would normally. Uh, but the other trick when I'm not doing that is just sticking something on TV that I've seen a million times before and having that in the background because, you know, I find I don't need to concentrate on it. I can just listen and know which bits I want to tune in for, for example. But having that thing on the background does keep me painting longer mm-hmm. than normal yeah i should be left alone with my own thoughts so that's generally the best idea <laughs> is to have something on to make me not think i think yeah, look twitch has worked old tv series that i've seen a million times before has worked i think the next step is a discord get together or something absolutely needs to happen um because that, that is definitely one way. I mean, if only there was a good reason for lots of people to paint something. I know, right? Over the next 10 or so days. Yeah. I mean, on a completely unrelated note, paint a thing. We are running a painting event throughout September and October. So it's still got, you know, two weeks to go, basically. You, that's plenty of time for you to pledge something, get in and done, because it's a thing. You know, you choose that thing. We're not giving you any sort of limitations or colours this time or anything like that. Choose something, paint it, submit it, possibly that's win prizes. That's a thing you have painted. Yeah. And How good is that? Even if nothing else, you have one less unpainted thing which is a glorious thing for everyone concerned. And if you're in the Discord and we get our asses together and organise some sort of Discord evenings, then you're socialising as well without leaving the comfort of your own home. Yeah, and it's like that voluntary socialising where you only have to talk if you want to. You don't have people making awkward eye contact. (laughs) You can just, you can sit there and just listen like some kind of creepy stalker. 
You can. Just and occasionally breathe if heavily. You if you don't like what's going on, you can just click the button and you know, you're out. You know the other thing I really enjoy about the Discord Hangout type of situation is just every once in a while, everyone's or there's a silence and you just get... Is that paint? That, sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> but that is the sound that frequently you, you just get randomly throughout and it gives me the giggles every time because I'm an adult. <laughs> You're like, hmm. we could play the is it paint game. <laughs> I got nearly in trouble at a previous workplace after playing is it a beard hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right. So, anyway, moral of the story, paint a thing, win prizes. It's fun. It's fun. And, yeah, it clears out some of that hobby backlog you've got. And God knows, you know, I have not done enough painting this year. Nah. And, you know, if the prune juice isn't doing it, maybe painting will help clear out that backlog. Yeah. Not where I was going, but sure. Sure. Sorry, my bad. (sighs) Ah, dear. Try and keep one episode off the sketch. (laughs) Just once. (laughs) I can't make that promise. No. In fact, I'm pretty sure that's against my contract. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, any other hobby you've been doing? I don't think so. I think that, I mean, nah, that's probably it's, it's more than I've been doing. I'm working on six rats. And what hobby are you doing? <laughs> I'm working on six rats. I told you that. <laughs> I can leave my uh, outside hobby. of hobby pastimes <laughs> out of this. It's a hobby. Uh <laughs> I'm working working on it. I'm working on it. At the moment, I can only get four and a half up there. It's making some kind of Franken-rat situation. Every time I go to the hospital, I get a little bit closer. Anyway, uh, shall we talk about a couple of games? Let's, because they are things that we have also done. Yes. Now, first of all, have you been playing anything on the Xbox? I have managed to play an thing on the yes. Xbox in that. Me too. I know, right? I, well, I haven't actually touched it forever, um, mainly because my Xbox time is the same as my hobby time, so one takes away from the other and the hobby has been winning. Um, I randomly had a day the other day where the kids were chilled out and one of them was napping and I'm like, you know what? Bugger it. I'm going to load it up and I'm going to play another game of Blood Bowl. It's been forever. Um, And so I I kicked up the Xbox. I made sure the batteries and the the controller were charged. It was all this kind of jazz. I, I, I fired it up. I loaded it up and then it updated for the next hour and a bit. That's bad. So I didn't, um, but then last night I did some water effects things and then mm-hmm. I needed the water effects things to dry before I could do more things. And I went, what am I going to do for the next hour? I'll play that game of Blood Bowl. So I did. Um, and I remember why Blood Bowl 3 upsets me in every way imaginable. Now, first of all, were you playing against ai or were you playing against somebody i started trying to get a game against somebody mm-hmm. and then i gave up waiting for somebody okay and then i went back to the ai 
Uh, what is what has Cyanide done with this game? Seriously, it just—it's just not what it should be, and so no one's playing it. No, and it's—it's it's interesting because I'm also finding, and it was always going to happen, but I think I didn't probably consider it as much right. But you—you've got a mix of people playing it now. You've got people coming from the tabletop game looking for more opportunity. Great, love mm-hmm. it. Sign me up. You've got people coming from an online gaming world getting into Blood Bowl. Not necessarily as a tabletop game, but this is kind of their first piece. Um, and what I'm really struggling with is the difference, the key differences in the way those people interact with the game. In that completely unrelated example, I'm playing Marvel Snap. Yep. I am not going to win by round four. I retreat. Everybody gets that. It's fine. I am playing Blood Bowl on Xbox. I get to turn six. I have all my positionals dead. I play out that game. That is just yeah. the person I am. Yeah. But there is a group of people that have come from that online world of, I don't want to spend the next however long playing a game that I have no chance of winning. So I'll scan this one, I'll exit, and I'll go play a new game and start again. And that's that's kind of the social contract that they're used to. But people yep. from the tabletop game are used to this concept of, no, we are agreeing to spend the next hour and a half going through and playing a game through to completion. So I think I'm, I'm watching that play out, which is an interesting thing. But as I said, it just it takes too bloody long to find a game. And I'm an impatient jerk at the best of times. And to be honest, I then went, no, nah, screw this. I'll load up an AI game and I'll just kick puppies. Um, that took forever to actually kick off and play and it was kind of spinning and it was spinning on the loading game bit forever. Um, So it took, it took longer than it should have. And then I had, you know, troll slayers and ogres trying to dodge away from elves. Yep. So a four nil game later. I just, I want blood bowl two with updated rules. Correct. That is that is so far from what we've got so far. Uh, so that is my Xbox. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, going back to your Marvel Snap comment, if they haven't snapped, I play out to turn six, then I retreat because then I get more boosters. But that's just me. I mean, this involves more. Th- I mean, generally, I haven't worked out who's winning and what's going on until turn five, six anyway. <laughs> um, I don't know what's going on. I'm doing things. Um, I am struggling this season. Like I've had the last couple of seasons. I got, it took me, I don't know, week, week and a half to get from 70 to 80. Mm-hmm. And it took me like two days to get from 80 to 90. Mm -hmm. And then I've gone up to 93 and then back down to 89 and then up to 92 and then back down to 89 and up to 92 again, down to 90. I'm hovering around the 90 mark, like constantly. I'm doing the same thing, but at the 70s, I'm just kind of bouncing and then back down and then back down. Um, Yeah. I I just can't work out a deck that's going to consistently get me the cubes I need. No. 
I also haven't actually paid enough attention to how to get the most cubes out of games and when to snap mm. and when to retreat. And like, I, I just, a lot of the time, I'm still the person that plays the game through to completion because I don't know what they're going to play. It's yes. definitely going to, they've just played a uh, zero onto a red skull. They're playing Taskmaster turn six. We know this, but they may not have drawn it. Let's see what happens. I, I actually had a good game tonight. I played. Because everybody else is playing it, and I figured I'll give it a go as well. I played a Shuri deck, right? Mm-hmm. And I was up against what I originally thought to be a Patriot deck, mm-hmm. but turned out to be a Cerebro deck, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I played <clears throat> Magic. So we were going to seven rounds, and... I managed to get, I think Shuri got increased by one by one of the locations. So I managed to get turn six, I've got a 28 level red skull with mm-hmm. no, no nigger trades. And he's got Cerebra out. He's got a handful of things that are all like six power. And he's got Wong on the Surfer. right side, right? Yeah. I thought this could be interesting. So he snapped, so I snapped. I'm like, <laughs> I'm either losing a lot or I'm getting a lot. And I was winning going into turn seven. So I played, I could have played Taskmaster, mm-hmm. but I played Enchantress on the left side. So he had, on the right side, he had Blue Marvel and Wong. On the mm-hmm. left side, he had Cerebro and Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. I played Enchantress on the left side and mm-hmm. just an armor to try and get you know, a couple extra points. A couple extras, yep. Yep. That revealed, cancelled out his Cerebro, which was the full intention. Also mm-hmm. cancelled out his Luke Cage. And he played Hazmat? He played Mystique and then Hazmat. So <laughs> Wong Mystique Hazmat. <laughs> Down he went. <laughs> oh, I really enjoy those. I am. I actually really am enjoying some of those decks you play against, though, where you're like, oh, it's this deck. And then halfway through, you're like, oh, it's not that deck. Yeah. I, they're, they're the ones I'm enjoying the most playing against. Um, but also, I get bored very easily and then go back to just obnoxious decks to, to mess with people. So <laughs> I have one that is just, let's mess with locations. Mm-hmm. And it's got... Scarlet Witch, Rhino, Magic, Legion. Legion, yep. Like all of the aboves. <laughs> Storm, Juggernaut. Um, and you just see if you can mess with the locations too. I'm playing around with a deck at the moment. I don't know that it's that good, but when it works, it's really fun. It's um, Mr. Negative. And the main idea is... Shuri, or hopefully Wong Shuri, and then Lady Deathstrike, and yep. then Zola on her. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so when it works, it works very nicely. Yeah, I got, I got done the other day with a negative deck where he dropped Mr. Negative, and then like turn six, it was Venom Null. And something mm-hmm. else, and it just went from nothing 
on yep. the board because he just dropped the three or four cards in the last round. Um, yeah. Nullzola is nice. And, of course, I was playing Nimrod. Mm-hmm. And so my 24-point Nimrods just Helped. catapulted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Uh, too much fun. Too much fun, but I need. I need. I've so got what, other thing three I've weeks. Playing. Three, yeah, three weeks to get to infinite. Because I, I like each season. I've done it the last couple of seasons, but I get to infinite within a couple of weeks. Last season, it took me three of the four weeks. But once I get to infinite, then it's all good mm-hmm. because you get to infinite now, and you've got like a ranking system. So, you know, you'll go up in ranks and down in ranks depending on how many cubes you win and all the rest of it, blah, 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 blah. Don't care because you're not going below level 100. So I just play the crap out of the my one booster deck, which is just all the cards I'm trying to get boosters for. And they mm-hmm. don't synergize and people have no idea what the fuck I'm doing because I really don't. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to play... Kingpin over here, and I've got no way, no to, way to move, move any cards. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I I have one of those decks. I actually need to play more. I should just do it. I, I actually have a couple of those decks because currently the plan, or or the the approach I'm taking is every time I can afford a variant card that is mm-hmm. a pixel variant, I buy it. Oh no, you're one of them. Uh, so I am slowly collecting, very slowly collecting pixel variants, but then I just have pixel decks <laughs> of the closest things I can possibly get to synergize with the available alts. Oh, good Lord. Good Lord. See, I'm on the other hand, I'm, I'm trying to collect the art germ and the uh, venomized ones and yep. ones that look cool. I mean, I think we're doing the same thing. <laughs> No, I don't think we are. I think that's exactly <laughs> what we're doing. I think I'm trying to look good and you're trying to piss off everybody that you play against. No, they're the best ones. <laughs> and it, look, it does give me throwbacks to the, the Malifaux deck I spent so much time getting designed. Um, yes, I mean, I've got one of those. It's pretty. It is it's pretty. Just, it, it, it does all the right things. Um, and... Funnily enough, all of the pixel deck artwork has the costumes I recognise, so everybody wins. Excellent. I think, speaking of Malifaux, Enforcer Brawl, we need to make that happen soon. Yes. And speaking of Enforcer Brawls, there's the alternate brawl rules, which would be very interesting to also trial. This is the one you were talking about in the Discord with uh, a friend from Iowa. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So um, it was a fan created format. So, mm-hmm. and, and basically the concept, and I'm going to explain it badly because I'm not 100% across it, but the whole idea was you have loot available so you can interact with things on the, the, the board to get loot and you pick up random cards which give your models random abilities. Um, so it's kind of this hunting through the treasure to, to find something cool and then your model can do something else cool, but it's a random effect. Um, so it's kind of like PUBG or Fortnite. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. And uh, it's just it's, uh, it's another deck of cards. It's just the, like the loot ability cards. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's there's rules, but we had actually picked that up as an official format and and ran with it. So it's kind of cool that it's one of those ones that was you know officially you know fan created that that fell and found its way into the the real thing. Excellent. All right, we, there's so many games we need to get in before the next season of Blood Bowl. Mm. Let's make let's make that happen. Xbox. Xbox, that's right. That's what we were talking about. Total side side tangent. But uh, only thing I've been playing is Dark Tide, which isn't Vermintide. I've learned. No, it's it's, it's Vermintide with guns. Yeah, and lots it's, of guns. There were lots of guns. Yes, I. You know, it's it's the right price point for me because it's free, isn't it? Yes, yes, on Game Pass it's free. I mean, so, maybe a little expensive, but... <laughs> absolutely the right price point. But I'm having a bit of fun, and I've only played... I haven't played with friends yet. I've only been playing with just random people. And first couple of levels, just... I had no idea what I was doing, so I just followed other people, and we eventually died, like, most times. Uh, but then... Then I started leveling up, and then I still don't know what I'm doing, and I'm still following other people, but we're getting through missions. So go figure. But it's basically, it's it's Vermintide with guns in space against Nurgle people. Rats in space, yeah. (laughs) But there's no, nah, there's no rats in 40k. There should be rats in 40k. (sighs) I mean, I feel like that there is absolutely a Nurgle converted army in this. If only someone had thought of that. I mean, my Chaos Marines all have rat heads and tails. You see my point? Yeah. Um, <laughs> ah, but then, yeah, there should be more Skaven in all forms of Warhammer. But, yeah, that's it for me for Xbox playing. But it has, you know, taken up a bit of time a couple of nights and, and has been most enjoyable. I think the fun part will be if we get a group together and actually play a couple of games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be more fun because we'll be able to talk and I won't bother not putting my headset on because I don't talk to random people. Uh, and it'll also be fun because none of us will know where we're going. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like we're all starting from scratch and we're all just going to do silly ass here. Yeah. Um, and I am directionally challenged in life, let alone <laughs> in video game form. Like I am the first one to get lost. And they're like, you're facing a wall. Why? <laughs> that is going to happen. Lagging out in life and online. There's a no, T-shirt like in that. Yeah, yeah, there definitely is. The yeah, the funny part with Dark Tide and Vermintide and all those sort of things is, you know, you've got to get from point A to point B, but you travel down a corridor and all of a sudden it branches out into three different directions. You've got no idea which one to go. I'm sure they probably all end up in the same place eventually, but. You know, the, the trick is to stick together so you don't have three people setting off three different lots of mobs. Leroying. At your, yeah. You no know, no Leroying in Dark Tide, people. It's not good. Don't go off by yourself. You will die. Because I mean, there, are, there are lots of these Noodle guys. 
That was fun. Yeah, all right. All right. Um, uh, for free, I'm interested. Excellent. Excellent. Download it. Load it up tonight so you can update. <laughs> to just make me angry anyway, but it, it did look to be fine. The whole piece of that was like, I'm going to play a team I don't normally play um, throughout the, the, the Elven Union. Mm-hmm. There's, there's some fun to be had. Ooh. Have we got a new team for next season? I have already, I've already, I've already committed for a new team for next season. What are um, you playing? What are you playing? Humans. Humans. Because I want to use, I want to use the Grebo puppy team. Gotcha. Makes sense. It's my excuse to to put those on the table. Um, humans are decent. They're good, but I the the challenge is right. So it's big guy or no big guy. Mm-hmm. I went no big guy. Okay. That gives you a lot of cash, but rerolls are for chumps. <laughs> so I just have a lot of cash. I think humans and orcs are pretty much the the main ones that you can choose rerolls with. Yeah, and it's it. a really solid choice. And nah, <laughs> so we'll see how that plays out. Excellent, playing on hard mode. This is this is yeah the idea, but I really really want to play the team. Um, and I am yet to find an Elven Union team I like. So that's, that's the other problem is the actual models for, and there might be some coming sometime in the near future that I'm interested in. So we'll hold off. Excellent. What about playing a human team with no rerolls and no positions? I mean, that's basically just playing a vampire thrall team. Talk to Pip. <laughs> All right. Ignoring Xbox, what have you played? There has been, Wow. The other exciting thing that's been happening in in the world of Blood Bowl is the release of Gutter Bowl. Yes. So that is that is a thing. Uh, I've officially picked up my copy. It is glorious. Not technically not the release of Gutter Bowl, but the actual stock of Gutter Bowl. Oh yeah, the release where people could actually get their hands on the game. Release, not the release of we we said it was released today. Release, like yeah. Anyway, so the moral of the story is Gutter Bowl is now a thing. Uh, it is now a thing I own. It is also a thing the other day, I think it was League Night at Throw the Dice, and uh, Moose had picked up the store copy mm-hmm. and uh, had cracked it open. He's like, do you want to try this? I'm like, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> um, and Moose is a pusher. He is a good pusher. He is very good. But also, like, it, it wasn't a lot of pushing required. No. Um you, First you taste me, is free. You want to give me a Blood Bowl variant? I'm probably interested. Is is silly fun. Is silly. Like sevens is silly. This is next level. <laughs> okay. So full-size Blood Bowl pitch, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, that's too big to have seven players. Like this doesn't make sense. Until you realize how big those obstacle sections are i mean i haven't played it but i picked up my my copy and i've opened it and had a look and yeah they are they're like like four four by six squares i think two squares either side or something it's it's yeah so you've got you've got yeah two squares literally up and then a few squares in the middle and two squares on the other side like you have to go around these things um and not only that then you've got the barriers in the middle and then you've got 
all of the special rules that go along with Garabal, which to be honest, there aren't heaps, but all of them are amazing. Um, so things like you've got the little barricade bits, right? So if you're hitting someone or if you're hiding behind it and someone's hitting you, you get an extra strength because you're yep. hiding behind the concrete wall. Great. Now, are they just on the market side or are they on the suicide? No, they're on both side? sides. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right, continue. Um, the other ones, but so you can climb over the barriers. That is fine. But it's basically like a go for it roll if you just want to move over them or you can take an extra point of movement to be careful so you don't have to roll. So you can either lose movement or roll to, to choose your own fate. And we um, know from previous experience in Blood Bowl how good rolling is in this game. Rolling is always the thing you should do. Um, yes. <laughs> and then to make to make it more fun is every time you are knocked down, because you're playing on flagstones, cobblestones, some kind of hard surface, it's a plus one to the armor. So That's right. A mighty blow floor is a wonderful mm-hmm. thing. And it's Mighty Blow plus one. Like, it, it's, you know, a, a neg one to the armor. So, it stacks with Mighty Blow. Yep. Like, it's one of those kind of fun situations. So, casualties were high. <laughs> there is no ref. You can fail every turn. It's not a problem. There's no set off. I don't care. How would that work with the new vampires? So, when you fail Bloodlust, you bite a throw. Yes. They're not technically going down to the ground. It's just the injury roll, isn't it? So the ground wouldn't affect that, would it? Yeah, you skip the armor. Or do you skip the armor now? Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, so that's no fun. Um, (laughs) No, good for for me to know. They're not getting sent off, but but yeah, you can fail every turn with no fear of reprise. So you are failing every turn. Um, And, you know, then it's... The extra stuff around what what happens with the markets and things like that when you get knocked in and pushed in and the sewer and like it's just it's not too much extra rules and it all makes sense and like the weather tables are themed to the boards and stuff. Um, I was surprised because I thought, all right, once you get someone with the ball down a sideline, there's no catching them. And actually, it was there was still a game in it. Um, The other one is a rule I think should be in all variations of Blood Bowl. So the gutter bowl version of stalling is the best rule ever invented. I did read that now. So if you can score without rolling dice and you do not, the crowd dislikes this. So the crowd throws a bottle. It is literally a two plus to get hit by the bottle. On a one, you're fine. On a two plus, straight down. You, you go down. It's the best rule in the game, bar none. <laughs> no particularly in a board, particularly in a board with so much stuff in the way and it's hard to get around a bit. Um, but yeah, there's some real fun around clogging things up and you know managing laneways and stuff like that. There's still a line of scrimmage, so that's a thing mm-hmm. with seven players on the pitch. So you've really got four people to cover, three East. people on the scrimmage. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So what team did you play? Uh, I played Norse. And how did they go? Pretty well. 
Um, so it turns out I probably didn't because I've been playing seven for so long and a lot of the teams don't start with skills or don't start with useful skills. Um, I really have not played with block for such a long time. Oh my God, everyone has it. it. And it's the best thing in the world ever. Who would have thought block was a good skill? Um, So throwing, throwing dice with reckless abandon, it became a thing because I could. And then, so you've got a higher starting um, treasury. It's like 750 starting treasury. It's five positionals. They're cheap enough you can afford them. So I got to start with a Yeti and an Orphoiner and a Berserker. And I figured it's a big pitch. Let's go two Valkyries. Um, And then just – and I still think, Matt, I might have even had a bench. Like, it was ridiculous (laughs) because I still don't believe in re-rolls is the moral of the story there. Um, I didn't have to have a bench. But if I wanted one, like if I didn't want re-rolls, then I could have one. So why not? Um, Yeah. Look, having a re-roll is probably not a terrible thing and and probably recommended for those actually trying to build teams. But, my God, having starting skills is good. (laughs) So, Gutterball, recommend? He's fun. He's silly. Don't, don't, Don't try and play serious Blood Bowl, but... And it's one of those, I think it's an interesting one for the balancing act because rerolls are still expensive. You know, you're limited in positions and things like that, but numbers are good. Having like, I feel like a whole bunch of goblins as an example, not a terrible thing because you can just stomp things every turn. Um, yeah. It's not links. Swarming is wonderful. Hmm. Yeah, Secret weapons work differently, so I think it's a four plus each drive or something. I can't remember now, but so they're not automatically sent off. This because yep. there's none of that, but it's so there's better chance that your secret weapons will stay on for longer. But there's still a chance they get sent off. Correct. Okay. Cool. Because I just assumed that they wouldn't get sent off, but that no. was before the rules. Before I yeah, no, I think it's it's the rules are something along the lines of on a four plus the crowd realizes that you're cheating and decides to <laughs> you know kick you <laughs> into oblivion, in yeah, um, and you're off for the game or something like that. But yeah, look, the kickoff events are silly. The fact that you can push models into the pit of the sewer thing and hopefully get eaten by a monster, glorious. So yep. you've got a little bit more crowd surfing. You've got you know you can. It's got the dungeon bowl stuff where you can throw the ball at the wall and have it ricochet. You I can mean, push people I was into walls. Ask. Yeah, because I know that there's no throw-ins or anything, but I was wondering if you could do the bouncy pass thing. Yep, which you can do the bouncy I have pass. No idea how to do because I never tried in dungeon bowl. It gets very confusing, but no, you can do the bouncy pass thing. Um, so that's it, and then it's it's also got that whole piece that if you push someone into the wall on a four plus, they drop. Because mm-hmm. you squish them into the wall, so it's kind of more like ice hockey than. I like know. ice hockey. Yeah, excellent. Squish people into walls. All right, another game we need to. Yeah, he's good. Do more. Cool. Well, the other night we were at the Nerd Fairies, which was ironic because the Nerd Fairy was not. But we did get a game in. We did. Together. 
I know. It's been a while. It's so long. <laughs> um, and we played some Underworlds. It's been a long time since we played it's Underworlds. It's been so. a long time. Like we ended up, there was a four-player match, uh, yourself, myself, Moose, and Alice. And Moose is always willing to get Underworlds out. I think he's always got 17 copies of it in his car or something. But um, Yeah, I, I don't even know that he packed any. He just pulled it out of an orifice. He's just like, <laughs> oh, here's everything that you need. Um, it's, it's a bag of many things, do yeah, you think? He just squatted and it was Underworlds appeared. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I've got that image. Thank you. I mean, you're the one that touched the boards. Um, you didn't? No, we all touched the boards. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sharing is caring. But we played a four-player game. Uh, so Alice played the ghosts. Yeah, the Night Haunt, the Lady Harrow somebody. Yes. Yeah. And they're a decent team. I do like them. Mm. Moose was playing the New Goblins. Yes, I was one playing, of the um, – Yeah, he was using one of the, the – Rivals decks, the Void Curse deck decks. or something. Yeah. Uh, I was playing the Plague Monks. The new ones. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm painting them so that I can play with them, so I thought I may as well play with them so I can hopefully paint them more. Plausible. Yeah, it works. Uh, and I was just using the, the deck that came with them. And you, sir? Working on that principle that – you paint things so you can play with them. I just finished painting vampires, so I played vampires. Now, I heard all these things, and, and Moose is quite vocal about the vampires. Yeah, I am legitimately looking for another team to play mm-hmm. after. So, so, and this is off the base. So I've played, over the last couple of months, I've played a couple of games of Underworlds, Um I, I used the vampires because I basically had two relatively new war bands. So I had them and I had the new Zinch, the mm-hmm. Pandemonium ones. Yep. Um, they're both assembled. I needed an excuse to paint the vampires, but I looked at the cards for both of them and I said, right, well, I think I understand half of the words on this one. I will play this one. Makes sense. Um, so I played the vampires and I have played Moose a number of times. And I haven't lost with the vampires. <laughs> you were saying they they pretty much just they just print their own glory. Yeah, there's there's a few interesting glory scenarios in there. So there's and it was yeah we'll, we'll get to this in the game, but there's one in there and it's like score one glory if an opponent has the same or more glory than you. Yep. If you're not winning, maybe win. <laughs> That's pretty much the wording, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so there's a few of those kind of things. Um, and honestly, it's it, I have been learning how they work because they have the, the bloodlust mechanic. So they get hungry and then they get angry. So you've got your base card, you've got your inspired card, you've got the bloodlust rule as well. So it's kind of like having three faces to your card. Um, I guarantee you I haven't been playing them well. And he's <laughs> trying like different decks and he's kind of bent yeah. through different crews and decks and stuff. And I'm sure he's not trying to really stomp me into oblivion because he's too nice of a human. Um, but I guarantee this shouldn't be the outcome. 
if if we're playing a balanced game. So I, I and I feel like you know there's probably some history before me, uh, some yes. long-standing trauma that I am exacerbating. The problem is that I've painted up those vampires. They're very too, pretty. I'm very very fond of them, and I want to play with them. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I don't want to play something that just wins. No. I mean, the flip side is I originally asked about this and I said, look, if this is going to be a shit experience for everyone I play, someone say now and I'll do something else. Like that's cool. And he's like, no, no, no. I want to learn how to beat them. Mm-hmm. Surely but, there's a way. Absolutely. There's got to be. Um, but, yeah, it was. it's interesting. But, yeah, playing Underworlds for the first time in ages really i mean it was a four-player game which made things nice and light and easy uh it did mean that the game went on for a lot longer than i expected especially in my tired stage and there are quite a few things that had changed since i last played i think and just enough moose would say oh you know this can happen i'm like can it that's that's it that's new right Yes, that's new. Every now and then it was like, that's new, right? No, that's yeah. not new. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was interesting. I definitely had no idea what I was doing because, I mean, my rats all inspire when there's two corrupted zones, right? Mm-hmm. And I read the rules on how to corrupt things, and I'm like, well, I can corrupt something in my first move. So does that mean that all my guys will inspire straight away? And I looked at the cards and stuff, and they all get more health. And I thought, that's a very good thing, because they're all flimsies. They're all rats. And so I was like, oh, well, I may as well do that first. But no, that's not the case. They corrupt at the end of the round. (laughs) Yeah. so (laughs) Which made things fairer and and should be the way. But Absolutely. But it is one of those games where... there are really important distinctions between rounds and phases and and things like Mm -hmm. that. And you need to be pretty careful about what happens when and in which order and stuff like that. And I honestly haven't nailed any of that. Yeah. I mean, thinking, I was thinking about that, you know, if you're not winning, please win card that you played. Like, so technically when you're scoring power, you're going around yeah. In a circle if you're playing multiplayer. Yeah. So there's nothing to stop you playing that as your first card and then playing anything else to score as well. Which means, you know, maybe you're one or two behind and you play that, get one more, and then you play all the ones that you were going to score anyway. Yeah. It, it... So there's timing stuff. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But uh, look, I mean, overall... I liked it. It's a fun game. And I always find, look, the multiplayers are always fun. They don't necessarily I, they don't necessarily help me learn how to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily a bad thing. That's not why we're always there because they're always fun. Um, because there's always that extra game of, no, you should totally murder the person that isn't me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I won't hit you if you choose to do this other thing next turn, um, which is a fun little meta game. Yeah, that, that was totally me, like in that last round with Alice. I'm like, I'm just going to run up here, right, standing right next to you, and she's just looking at me. I'm like, but I'm not going to hit you, I promise. 
and she trusted me, which in this case she was right to do. In many other cases, she was not right to do. Yeah, I just wanted to hit a vampire from somewhere else. I know, but it turned out that that was probably enough to to get the result. So, you know, (laughs) I feel like sabotaging you is more important. (laughs) But, I mean, there are a lot of games that, you know, I could play seriously if I wanted. Like, Underworlds is definitely one of them. Crisis Protocol is another. Malifaux is probably another. But I think, I mean, Blood Bowl does that itch for me mm-hmm. and I, I've for most other games I just enjoy a good co-op or a multiplayer game where nobody gives a rat's ass who's winning yeah no. or not winning but wins rather correct because I mean in the middle of the game you're always targeting the person that's winning but you just get to the end of that game, you go, oh, that was fun. And, you know, I came second, I came third, or I did this cool move, but I still lost. And I don't care you know, because it's you're not playing for sheep stations or anything. So yeah. I really enjoyed that. I did win a an official GW tournament with Underworlds way back when. And I'm pretty sure that that is the last time I will ever play Underworlds, seriously or competitively. Yeah, yeah it, it it's the game that I would like to be at a point where I understand how the game works and how the game is played and, 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 you know, be confident enough in my ability to play that I'm not messing up the rules and I'm probably making some of the right decisions at the right time. Yeah. But it is absolutely not the game that I am going to try and do my damnedest to do as well as I can at. Um, yeah. It's It's fun right and that that is fundamentally it is not uh, it's one of those games that is light enough enough that you can play it casually and it doesn't really detract it too much um it's got enough in it that it's it's juicy enough even if you are playing casually like casually that it has some tactics and stuff to keep your the brain going which is good i like that the models are sweet and there's only like a few in a crew which means it's perfect hobby opportunity because you're like i'm going to paint a new crew that's three models great i really love the underworlds models i mean they're they're, so good they're they're a real step up from a lot of other games that gw produces and they just they look incredible and you know it's not overly taxing no they've got some really good themes they're doing the fully sculpted bases in with everything that just make it easy again um yeah they're the single poses but they're good poses like this the most recent water elves aside um there's really like most of the crews have got some really good dynamic individual character um it ticks so many boxes and it's, it's one of those games that keeps both players engaged throughout as well. It's not like an I go, you have a nap um, <laughs> situation because there's so much reaction and I play, you play and ploy cards and all that jazz as well. Um, but also I don't play it enough to care what happens. Yeah. It's, it's kind of the perfect balance. Crisis Protocol is the same. I I like big things going bang and it makes big things go bang and that's fun. Yeah. And there's enough of the other stuff, you know, cool models, small model count, um, enough tactics to keep you interesting, and then stupid things that happened with dice. It's great. Yeah. No, I like it. I really, I, 
I think at this stage, I will probably just keep an Underworlds team in the boot of the car. Yep. Yeah, I've got one in the, the bag now along all the time um, because it is just that I could just pick it up and play. I I love the most recent format where it's like, here's the deck. Yep. I mean, that's back, the game in the old, old, back in the old day, the deck building was really important for me. And I, I got a real kick out of it because I had that whole CCG background and I used to play around and work on decks and try and get synergy between cards and all that sort of stuff. And it was great, but it very much became a pay-to-win pay to game. You, know, yep. you would have to buy every warband to get all the cards so that you can, you know, and sometimes you might not want a 17th no, Storm it's a good cast. sales track tactic. But... Well, to a, to a point it is. Eventually, enough people will get pissed off. And well, it was, it was the reason I enjoyed the game less. Yep. Because if you didn't have all of the things, you didn't have the good cards and you didn't have a chance of winning. Um, and this concept of the game is at a balanced enough point that you can just rock up with the crew and the cards that the crew came with mm-hmm. or this pre-constructed deck that you bought. It's like the deck building stuff was the stuff I didn't really love out of the last game. Like I like, I like dabbling, but it, it was too much of the game. And then it was too much of what do you own? Because if you don't own the good stuff, you can't play the good stuff. So yeah. This is this is perfect for me. It hits that level of casual where I just it feels like what you do in the game is more important than what you do outside of the game. Yes. The the whole turn zero thing is not really a step anymore. Where it was half the game before, really. Yeah. It's fine. Anyway, I and, like it. Yeah. The option for multiplayer is glorious. The two player version is is great there's enough people kind of playing that you can get games and even if it's against the same couple of people they're amazing people so you know there's no bad here yeah give me more multiplayer games of underworlds i'll be very happy add it to the list your list is getting long i know i know so speaking of underworlds Mm -hmm. i had a couple of things on hold at gw Mm-hmm. and they'd been there for a little while. Elliot's lovely. <laughs> um, but they'd been there for a little while, and I needed to go pick them up, and, and Warhammer Geelong's got their 10th anniversary thing going at the moment where mm-hmm. you know, the more you spend, the more stuff you get. And I'm a sucker for those little coins that they do. You are a sucker for those little coins they do. I am a sucker for all sorts of little coins, but we'll get to that later. Um, so I had a couple of things on hold. They released a, well, they didn't release, somebody else released it, but some of the GW shops were stocking it, a lanyard. And it was a lanyard with a pin on it with this delightful little nurgling. Mm -hmm. And then you could buy more of the pins and get more nurglings in different colors. So I had a couple of those on hold. Mm -hmm. And there was a book series that I wanted to read 
and I wasn't sure, like, I liked the idea of it. So it's basically Ultramarines versus Death Guard, right? Mm -hmm. Trilogy of books. Borrowed the first one from the library, liked it, finished it pretty quickly, bought the second one from Throw the Dice, because that's the one he had on the shelf. And I have made the mistake in the past of not owning all books in a series. And then when mm -hmm. I want to go back and reread them, then it's you got to track down. So Elliot had books one and three there. So I picked up both of those because I finished book two last night. That left me you know, not far off getting the 10th anniversary pins and the little coin for you know, basically it looks like a space hulk. Coin. The sucker coin, yeah. The sucker coin. Let's call it that because I've got plenty of them. So I need a little bit extra, just a little. So I pre-ordered the new Underworlds <laughs> <laughs> because I mean I am <laughs> some glue would have done it, but no, <laughs> I, you know a Blood Bowl team would have done it, but no, I've I've gone the full because I'm like oh yeah. And I was, I was scanning through the GW website before I went and came across this and we, Alice was there with me and I was flipping through pictures and she saw the squid. And then the little jellyfish on the base. And then I scanned through and then saw the Slanesh models. Mm -hmm. And she turned at me, she goes, I'll split it with you. I'm like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> so I went fully expecting to, to carry it home and then realized when I got there and looked for it that it wasn't actually out yet. <laughs> so I pre-ordered that. It's, it was so close to a buy for me. Mm -hmm. um, I really like the Slanesh models for it. Mm -hmm. I really like the the different theme they've kind of gone. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's super fun. I wanted to like the, the the fish elves, except for the fact that there are two where that, that look too similar. Like there are two that look similar, but then there's a squid. Then there's a squid, which makes up for everything. <laughs> um, but it, it was just like in a game where all of the models are single pose, they're individual sculpts and they do such a good job of making them all so characterful. It just felt like they, they just copy paste that one. And it made me upset. Uh, uh, no, I understand that. I understand that. And then I Half realized I still painted the first Slanesh war <laughs> band. So I should do that. I haven't painted that either. Nor have I painted the first Deepkin one. No, but which I is also just, pretty, and they have a crab and a fish. Yeah, I might just palm them off to Alice too. She will appreciate the crab and the fish. Oh, she, she certainly will. Um, I am a little bit worried because I do like the Slanesh models, mm -hmm. especially Mr. Fat Guy mm -hmm. and Snake Person. Mm -hmm. But there's only three models, mm -hmm. and that scares me. Three models in a in a Underworlds team where you've got four. I, I assume that they that means they're good. Um, look, but well, it was interesting because it happened with the Nurgle, right? And they the were Nurgle were not good. I mean, they were so pretty. They were such good models that Nurgle team. I wanted them to be good, but they just no. weren't. Alas, um, 
I'm hoping. They've done a reasonable job at balancing the new decks and stuff as well. Yeah. We'll see. I haven't I haven't really looked, but they were pretty. I anyway. mean, the good news is there's only three models to paint. That is true. That is true. And that's, you know, that's my purchase done. That's, <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> For now. But, uh, and I was, I was, you know, even as I was doing it, I'm going, I've got so many Underworlds teams. But I've only got one Slanesh team. <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that got me is the fact that I have so many from like the first season or two mm-hmm. and they're all the ones that don't have decks for I mean, the they had decks they had decks but they don't have decks in the current rivals format mm-hmm. so that I mean, is my part, dilemma part of buying a box like this is that you get the deck for the deepkin exactly. and you get the de- deck for the slanesh and you get two rivals decks oh do you yes that's interesting so because that was that was the other conversation I was having with Moose one night after the shop shut, and we made a habit of that where we eventually get booted out at like ten o'clock, and Rich buggers off, and we sit out the front of the shop and chat, and then until you realise it's like eleven thirty and we should go home. Yep. Um, I've been there, done that. And he was he was saying that a really fun, or he's been having a lot of fun playing the rivals format by using one of the generic rivals decks the universal decks yep. that you can play with and just cycling the warband because there's only you know a handful of cards that change you learn the deck and then it's how yep. does this warband play with that deck um so that's i want uh, you know i've been tempted to pick up one of those rivals decks but there are certain crews that i want to play mm-hmm. you know I, there are certain models that i love more than others you know i will you know, throw Nurgle in there, but the, you know, vampires, the Nurgle, the, you know, there's a couple of crews which I just love, Skaven, either mm-hmm. of, any of the Skaven. But it's knowing, if you, if I pick up a Rivals deck, I want to know what kind of crews are going to work And with. there are definite, Best. like there's definite ones that are bashy, there are definite ones that are magic-y, there are definite ones that are like movie focus. So it look, the good news here is it gives some of those original crews a little bit of life because you can generally find one that kind of suits. The uh, the original orcs are going to go the bashy one. Chances mm-hmm. are kind of deal, right? And there's probably sneaky ways that you can do better than that. But, you know, let's go with my really kind of lame logic here. Um, so it's absolutely doable. But, yeah, correct. If there's a couple of warbands that you want to bounce between, and they've got very different play styles and they've got mm-hmm. up-to-date cards. Like I also really like the simplicity of just being able to go, this is the warband, these are the cards, go. Yes. Yes. Likewise. Anyway, is there anything else you'd like to chat about? I mean, apart from the the pending joy that is invariably, you know, coming towards us at what is what I've just realized an alarming rate of knots. Um, <laughs> since somebody yes. may have mentioned number of weeks and I went, what? No, what? 
yeah, I realized that when I updated our website the other day. I'm like, as soon as I got on the website, it was, there's a countdown. It's like 45 days to go. I'm like, oh, that was, that's a lot lower than last time I really looked at it. Yeah, that's a good reason not to look at our website. So um, we've, we've mentioned paint a thing. Definitely jump on board that and, and paint a thing for us and potentially win. For us, stuff. for you. Paint a thing yeah. for yourself. Well, and then we just happen to, to be involved. Yeah, on we, the we want to talk about it and we want to praise it and, and all the rest of it. But second, second, well, you know, better than that. And it is what, better. It is better. Why so serious too? December 2nd, sevens tournament. The most fun. I said this in the Facebook post and I will back it all the way. The most exciting sevens tournament that you will play in all year. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Guarantee is not an actual guarantee. <laughs> but it's true, so it doesn't matter. We believe it. We believe in it so much. We we, know we need to sit down and talk about rules for the We, we absolutely need to finalise anyway. that, but yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> Details. 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 So we posted pictures today. Of the coins that have come in. And we are so excited about Why So Serious 2 that we are going to pay you to come and play for. You're going to buzz. I did buzz. Doesn't yeah. matter. Anyway, uh-huh. Why So Serious 2, everyone that comes is going to get one of these flashy coins, which I have in my hands. And it's so pretty. I can see the reflection buzzing around. Like if, like if I was a cat, I would be hitting the screen. Right oh. there. You can just see the light reflecting Ooh. around. But they're pretty. So there is there is posts. You can see them online. Um, but we do have, you know, air coins done. Use them as a reroll marker or a turn marker or a score marker or just, you know, the, the customized end of a butt plug. I don't care. Um, they're pretty. Oh, all right. That's that's next why so serious we'll come back to that um butt plugs for all just just on all of the stools um (laughs) anyway we have so much planned we are excited we have the coins in hand there are other things which are currently on their way to us yeah the the minotaur models are printed they're here yep so they are there. So look, people are walking away with stuff. Yeah, that's you know, if and you a good don't time. win anything all day, you are still walking away with plenty of stuff. Yeah, and and winning, you know, is an interesting definition. <laughs> but this is not a winning. How tournament. how are you going to do that? You don't even know. <laughs> you don't know how you're going to win. So good luck trying. Why so serious is all about having a good time playing Blood Bowl. And the results may or may not matter. In they fact, pro- get, probably not going to matter. They do <laughs> not matter. Um, like, you know, people might want to know how they did when their games. Sure, cool. But there ain't going to be – there's no there's no accolades. There's no street cred. There's no there's no prizes for, for coming first in, in your games. No. So – I mean, sure, play Blood Bowl. That's awesome. That's why we're here. Like, I will play Blood Bowl. Pick a night of the week. I will play Blood Bowl because that is a great thing to do with your time. Um, Sign me the hell up. And this is an excuse to do that some more and add some laughs on the top. 
Like, there's no bad. There's a venue with beer. Absolutely. There's a venue with beer and food. And, you know, probably more importantly than both of those, there's bourbon. Uh, sure. I mean, if that matters. Um, but it actually, what is what is ridiculous, because this is the same venue that we had uh, Mayhem at, mm-hmm. my lunch was like seven bucks. Yeah, like it was the, glorious. Not, I had like a full schnitzel roll, and and it, yeah, it was glorious. The guys there are fantastic. They, they, so nice. It's not not expensive, and you don't have to go anywhere. You can grab some lunch, grab an alcoholic beverage of your choice. If that's grab one of your way. opponents, um, and you know, wander around and have a look at all the cool teams. Yeah, it's good. Um, so it will be fun. Uh, very much recommend if you are interested in playing a day of just silly fun Blood Bowl, come along. If you are not great at playing Blood Bowl, come along. This is probably the best chance you've got at winning a prize. Uh, if you are great at playing Blood Bowl, you probably want to play some more of it anyway, so come along. Um, there's really no reason not to come along. Best best promotion for Why So Serious I think we can do is the fact that when we did the first one, there was so much laughing and fun and people enjoying themselves in the store that someone not playing jumped on as a Patreon because he saw how Complete much fun Complete stranger were wandered into a tournament and then left with a Blood Bowl team. Like, yes. It, it, he yes. wasn't there to play. He was there to help out or whatever but um, yeah he left with a blood bowl team and dice and all sorts of stuff and becoming a patreon for us played a season with us and yeah yeah so i cannot recommend it enough if you go to one tournament all year this is the one you want to choose so tickets are on sale we have sold 23 tickets i would like to double that that yep. would be the sign i mean the more tickets we sell, the more cool shit we can throw at people. And also prizes. But also refrigerated shit. Yes, it's that important. May, may or may not be around. We'll talk. I'm excited. All right. I'm very excited. Why So Serious 2, December 2nd in North Shore. It's going to be awesome. Grab your ticket now. If you're considering it, do it because we guarantee like this mm-hmm. is the most fun we've had. If you're not considering it, do it. Start yeah. considering it and then do it. Yeah. It's that simple. And, you know, this is do it, it. it is December 2nd. It is probably the last chance you're going to get for a day of silliness before the silly season really hits you. Yeah. It's, it's a good time to, to spend some time on you. You know, you let your family treat it as part of your Christmas present. The silly season is not as silly as why so serious. Let's just put that out. Anywho. Anywho. That's it from me. That's all I got. All right. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, by all means, if you haven't, give us a follow. Spotify, Facebook, Podbean, Twitch, OnlyFans if you're desperate. Um, give us a review. We've got a couple you can of do reviews. that. Yeah. And I don't actually know if people, like, the contents of a review matters. Like... I don't know. I think number of reviews is important, but say what you want. Yeah. 
I'm curious to test this theory. I'm happy to use this as a, a, a you know scientific research. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, as always, thank you to our thoughtless and ultimate patreons, Alice Clinton, Gertzi, Jared, Kingsley, and Yuri. Too many you guys names. Are awesome. Uh, and yeah, there's you know, even if you guys can't make it to why so serious we will find some stuff for you you deserve it you deserve it but if you feel like supporting us by all means jump on a, on patreon a uh, couple of bucks a month helps us run some giveaways organize prizes for these paint events things like that so it's a huge help added to that next month november december we are going to do a big prize for the year so it'll be a giveaway. It'll be something big. Last year, we gave the option to the winner of whether they wanted Blood Bowl or Dungeon Bowl or the Marvel, Marvel Crisis Protocol starter set. So we're talking big box, people. It'll be easy to enter, but we will, as usual, give entries to everyone that has entered our paint events, everyone that has come to our tournaments that year, you know, so get involved on, get more things jump, get jump more on stuff paint a thing yeah jump on paint a thing come along to why so serious possibly win big but that's all thanks to our patreon so thank you guys anyway that's it from me agreed it Later. is it from you see ya Sunrise, catch you all.